What's going on, everybody? You are listening to Richo's Rant, brought to you by the Sideline Network. I'm Richo, and let's get into this podcast. So this podcast, I really want to talk about an NFC East team, and one that I just don't, I don't give this team a lot of thought. Not really, anyway. And lately, there's been a lot of clamoring. You know, you hear about, obviously, the Philadelphia Eagles, and you hear about the Dallas Cowboys and what's going on with Dakota Prescott. What you don't hear too much about until recently is the New York Giants. So we're, we're going to dive into these guys a little bit because there's been some clamoring, like I said before, there's been some clamoring that apparently the New York Giants are not a team that needs to be... Uh, underestimated the people are sleeping on this team I laughed just like I'm assuming you are now um, because I thought again that's just that's crazy talk silly nonsense okay about the New York Giants seriously Any, anybody else remember what they did last year a whole lot of nothing. But then I was like, you know what? There must be a reason why people are talking. So I opened my mind. I sat down. I pulled up some things. And these things I want to share with you, my listener. So let's dive in right now, shall we? Hold on to your butts, because we're going to dive in deep into the New York Giants and why they could be a contending team this 2020 season. So let's start off with talking about Dave Gettleman, okay? The GM of the New York Giants, who when he came in, to his role, December of 2017, he swore that he was going to beef up, actually vowed is a better word I would say, and fix the offensive line. That's what he vowed to the fans, to the team, to every, to the whole NFL world, for crying out loud. He said, I vow. That's what we're going to do. And... People are a little lackluster. You're like, yeah, I don't know. 2018 didn't really show us anything about this O-line that you've been talking about. But boom, 2020 draft happened. And he picked up three offensive linemen from his first five picks of the 2020 draft. Game changer these men are picking up two tackles first round Andrew Thomas third round Matt Pert and then a guard in Shane Lemieux that he picked up in the fifth round now you might be sitting there thinking big whoop you know what are their stats what what's what's so good about these guys and I'm going to tell you, you know what? It's not even about their stats. 
It's about fresh new blood. Fresh new bodies into a system that honestly doesn't really need it that badly. I want to say the uh, offensive line of the New York Giants was in, in the top 20 average, something like that, mid to low 20s as, uh, as far as teams in the NFL goes, which obviously if you're following is not good because there's 32 teams in the NFL. So pretty bad. But if you're looking at a different angle, it's actually not that bad. You pull up a guy like Saquon Barkley, the running back, for those of you, again, who don't know who I'm talking about, for the New York Giants. Basically the star of the team, more so than their quarterback. And I'll touch on him in a little bit. Saquon Barkley, who is a legend in New York. Him and his beefy, strong, boulder of quads that he has. He can jump over a bus probably with those suckers and then squish it in between his little thighs. But they're not little, they're big. Hence why he can crush a bush with them. But anyway, this past year, he rushed just 300 yards away. He hit the 1,000, hit the 1,000 mark, 300 yards away from his 2018 rushing yard total, which was, obviously, if you can do math, 1,300. A little bit above. A little fun fact here, though. Not only was he only 300 yards away from hitting or eclipsing, you know, hitting his personal best of 1300 the year before. McCaffrey, down in North Carolina there, the Carolina Panthers, he rushed for just over 1300 yards. He was considered MVP. One of the considerations, a lot of people love this guy. Saquon Barkley was also a bit injured, too. This past season. You're going to get Saquon Barkley. Lining up between. A new and improved offensive line. Fully healthy. Fully charged. Now again Saquon. Not only was he considered. uh, That he was going to be a runaway. Preseason last year for the MVP. Because he almost got it the year prior. Or whatever. He was in contention. This dude is going to come back with a new offensive line who knows how to get out the way and help him. This dude, I won't be, I'll be shocked if this guy runs less than 2,000 yards for the season. He's going to run up and down that field all day. Fully healthy Saquon Barkley. Three new offensive linemen that Dave Gettleman vowed to give New York. This offense is looking crazy right now. And that's just two pieces of the puzzle. I said we'd talk about the quarterback, so let's dive into him next. Now let's talk about the quarterback of the New York Giants, Daniel Jones. 
Daniel Jones was drafted last year, so 2019, round one, pick six. A pick that a lot of Giants fans and NFL fans in general were very, very confused about because they assumed Gettleman was going to go offensive lineman. He decided to go quarterback, specifically this quarterback. And why? Because it felt safe. Something about Daniel Jones looked and felt safe. Probably because he kind of plays and mm, the, Daniel Jones' structure was very much like Eli's. Hence making it a safe pick. Last year, Daniel Jones threw for 3,027 yards, 24 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Rating at about 87.7. Not great, but you know what? For a rookie, not bad. Not too bad. I got to say, there are plenty of other quarterbacks out there their first year that have not done as well as Daniel Jones has done and have been glorified as the franchise savior. I got to tell you something else too. Daniel Jones, better quarterback than Eli Manning. That's what I'm predicting before you get all angry about what I just said. Let me just say this. The biggest thing that I recall about Daniel Jones, at least what people were saying about Daniel Jones, is that he threw just too many interceptions. He threw too many interceptions. He made too many forced plays that didn't have to happen. Okay, I hear you. As I stated before, he threw 12 interceptions last year. 12. Eli Manning, who people knows, that everyone knows, he throws interceptions, right? Eli Manning, besides his first and last season, threw under 12 interceptions one time. In his entirety of playing for the New York Giants, only one other time besides his first and last season, where he didn't get a whole lot of playing time in general. Did he throw under 12 interceptions? So Daniel Jones is thrown as a better. So his interceptions really don't look that bad if you think of it that way. Right? Okay. Okay. What did I say earlier on the podcast? They got a new offensive line. Three new people. Three new key players. Ones that are going to help make a difference. So you're telling me Daniel Jones is going to get less pressure? He's going to make smarter decisions because he's going to have the time to do so? He's going to be able to read the plays a little better? Maybe make a better decision and dump a ball out to Saquon Barkley who's then going to truck down the field again? Mm, This New York Giants offense is looking Mighty, my, I get it now. Now, guess what? I'm awake. I'm awake and I see. I can see why people are clamoring about this New York Giants team. Beefed up the offensive line. Refresh Saquon Barkley. 
a rejuvenated Daniel Jones, it looks good until you look at their schedule. And this is where I tell everyone out there that are hooting and hollering about the New York Giants that you are out of your mind. While I understand why you can feel the way you feel, it's just not it's just not going to work. I'm sorry to say. There is no way that like first off, the Giants are going to lose their first game home at home against the Steelers. Then they have to travel to Chicago where they'll lose that one too. Then come back home against the 49ers. Guess what? They'll lose that game. And then travel to LA. Maybe they'll get LA, but I doubt it. They're going to go to Jerry World and get pwned on that game. They'll probably beat the Redskins because let's be honest. Because that'll be their first home game win. They'll go against the Eagles. My Eagles will hopefully not crap the bed. And they will lose that game, meaning the Giants. They're going to go against Tom Brady at home. I mean, Fortune says that Tom Brady is going to go 16-0. So, um, yeah. So, apparently he's going to win. The Bucks are going to win that home game, too. Then they go to, let's see, Washington again. Then the Eagles. Then the Bengals, that will be a good game, I feel like. Bengals versus Giants, November 29th. That should be a good one. Especially because they'll be coming off a bye week, too. So they'll feel nice and healthy. Then they go away to Seattle. They'll lose that. They'll probably lose to the Cardinals. That'll probably be the Cardinals, like, you know, only win or something like that. I'm just kidding. Watch out for Kyler Murray. He's going to be really good this year. Then they get to go back to home. So they have two back, back-to-back home games, Cardinals and then the Browns. They'll probably get that one, meaning the Giants. Uh, Ravens, I, I just don't see them being the Ravens because Ravens, I feel like, are going to be really, 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 did I say really? Good this year. And then their last game is at home against Dallas. So, yeah, it looks like they're going to go... I don't. I can't even. Three and fifteen. Maybe they'll get four and go four fourteen. Does that make sense? No, I'm. I'm. I'm off. I'm off two. I'm. I'm adding two games for no reason. Four and twelve. That's better. Four and twelve. I. I can't see. Five and eleven. Honestly, I can't see five games where they'll win. Even if I gave them both Redskins, one Eagle, and one Cowboy game. I mean, they if they got the Browns, I don't know. Anyway, the point I'm making is, I while I understand people are clamoring about the New York Giants, what you have to understand is that there's not only are they still the New York Giants, but the NFC East, especially right now, It's nobody's team but the Eagles and the Cowboys, but mostly the Eagles. And that's going to do it for Richo's Rant. I want to thank you all for taking the time listening to everything we're doing here on the Sideline Network. I will not be posting out a podcast next week, so I'll be on vacation and... 
I'm not doing it. But what you can do is listen to the other podcasts we offer here on the Sideline Network, such as the LaValley Sports Talk podcast, Drinks with Dan, and the ever-so-loved Richo and Lala podcast. Thank you all again for listening. Make sure you check out those other, other podcasts. Tell your friends, and more importantly, be safe out there.